Here's the brother Charles, brother Charles, brother Charles. Here's the brother Charles who's with us tonight. He's happy, he's jolly, he'll eat shit by golly. Here's the brother Charles who's with us tonight. So pound, motherfucker, pound, motherfucker, pound, motherfucker, pound. Yes, it is spring break 2021. Welcome to episode 64. Fonger News of the Student Manager, and joining me, we got UW in the house, the Huskies, my boy Longer. Charles Long here. Charles Long, and we have Casey, Casey Higgins. Higgins from <laughs> Santa Clemente. What's up, Triton? What's up? I'm Casey. And then we have, wait, we have Colin Showquist. Oh, Colin Showquist <laughs> from, but okay, check this out. He's from Gig Harbor. Yes. So for those of you that don't know where Gig Harbor is, that's like the Newport Beach of Southern California. Of Washington, yeah, it's nice. Yeah. So cheers. It's a nice. Okay, we're in studio. Our cheers, ex- our executive cheers. producer Murph. What's up, Murph? Murph with Sugar Ray. He's mixing it back. Yes, we are drinking. We are sponsored today, tonight by <laughs> Truly, the student manager. I think. Would you think Barstool Sports would be very proud of you us? You need right to get now? the Pink Whitney yeah. sponsorship. That we're, we're, oh, yeah. yeah, Pink Whitney. Right. Truly. All right. So thank you for being here in studio. This is yeah. spring break. What the fuck? Why aren't you guys in Cabo? <laughs> We're going to start out with that. Great question. Okay, okay. <laughs> uh, great question. Uh, this is actually the second year. Uh, me, personally, I was supposed to go to Cabo. Um, but our, one of our biggest concerns, again, was like just COVID. Um, didn't want to get, like, get COVID and then just get stuck down there. Um, I've heard a few people from UW might have like gotten COVID and then like just had to like spend another like two grand just to stay down in Cabo and like on hotel and whatnot. So that was like our biggest concern. So we, we came to Newport Beach instead. And honestly, it's been a blast. It's been a great time. Yeah. You you can't go wrong in, in Newport, yeah, right? No. <laughs> so what have you got? Wait, before you begin, people are going to say, well, what the heck did you guys start out with that oh. song? So this podcast, I'm the student manager, right? I was a student manager at Long Beach State. I'm trying to help high school students and parents with the college search and admission process. And I was a former student manager and I was in the Greek system. So I was a SIG app. You guys are my first SIG app. And I'm not going to mention, <laughs> I'm not going to mention Casey's sorority, but she is in one of the top sororities at UW because we got some stories to share and we just want to keep things some, should, should we call it classified? Classified. All right. But anyways, <laughs> the song we started out with, that's the old dear old fraternity yep. drinking song yes, with SIG app, right? Yep. Yes. So yep. we'll get into fraternity stuff later, but we had to set yep. things up. Yeah. All right, let's start with San Clemente, Southern California. Miss mm-hmm. Casey. Right? Yes. She's a Triton. Triton, yes. Why did, why did I call it the yeah, Triton, Triton? <laughs> why you dub? Why you dub? I get this a lot. Um, you know, Southern California is quite the bubble. Um, no, you're kidding. <laughs> no, I'm not. Uh, it's quite the bubble. I feel like there's not much, um, I would say culture and personality here, and I really wanted to get out of the state and experience something new. And um, UW was a pretty, pretty good option, so I was pretty stoked about it. What were your other options? Um, my other options were UCSB um, and Boulder. Those were the top two options. Oh, yeah. so. All right, I have to mention also, it's really funny because whenever I talk to people at like UW, like a good majority of them obviously are from Washington, but like from the percent of people who are like from out of state it's literally like 95 percent are from california and then every once in a while it's like one person from like some like we had a guy signed from oklahoma Oklahoma, (laughs) you're like whoa did did you get lost (laughs) yeah i was like yeah how'd you get up here right yeah 
But it's just funny because so many people from California come up to UW for school. Um, but all my friends from high school went to California for school because they wanted yeah. the nice weather. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. So, and we'll get into some of the other schools that you did not go to. Uh, but let's go with Longer. And by the way, That's Charles right. Long, I call him the Longer because of... Uh, Fonger News. Yeah. yeah. Right? Propping, wearing it's the hat. A, it's got a ring to it. Yeah, I got the hat here. <laughs> <laughs> so... High school. Yeah. I went to O'Day High School. It's the only like boys high school in like the Pacific Northwest, which is pretty cool. My dad went there too, which is really cool. So that was a big reason why I chose it. And it was really fun, honestly. Um, just hung out with the boys all day pretty much for <laughs> all of high school. Right, right. And what were your did you was you dub always gonna be your number one? Yeah, I, I I don't know. I I didn't really know like what colleges I really wanted to go to. Uh, I actually only applied to four schools um, coming out of high school. Um, I applied to two reach schools and then UW was the school that I just really wanted to go to and I had one backup. Seattle U was my backup. Both my parents went there. Um, and then UW was my school that I always wanted to go to. And then I applied to USC and Stanford, which I didn't get into, which is totally fine. But I was like, my mom was like, you, you should apply anyways. And I was like, sure, might as well. But yeah, UW was always top, top choice for me. And we'll get into that because we talk about right now, especially by the time this podcast drops, People are finding out, class of 21, yeah. accepted, rejected. Yeah. You've seen all my posts. Yeah. It's like I'm telling people what to do because it's the waiting game. By May 1st, you got to make a decision. Yeah. But we have, we could talk about US, UCSB, Colorado. The stretch is like USC, yeah. uh, Stan Stanford. Stanford you stay? All right, now we're going to go to Colin. So, Colin, from Gig Harbor, why UW? Uh, well, so my dad went to UW. He's legacy. Yeah, exactly. So I'm a legacy. He's a season ticket football holder. So. I, I grew up coming to games. We would go to the Ave and get pizza and do the do the whole thing for all the games. So I just always grew up around the campus, and it was kind of always like my plan to go to UW. Yeah. My my little brother just got in. Shout out to him. Yeah, <laughs> class of twenty one. Yep. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's just it's kind of a family thing at this point. Yeah. So who? What other schools did you apply to? Uh, so I applied to um, not too many. Re my my only like reach school was UT Austin which is kind of hard to get into out of state because they're super in states, like 90% in state. Yes. Um, so I applied there. I didn't get in there. And so then after that, UW was my top option. Yeah. All right. So let's go into stretch schools because right now people are talking about, well, my kid got a 34, 35, and they're not getting in. UT's for smarty pants. Yeah. Okay. So that was your stretch school. What was your ACT coming out of high school? I did not take the ACT. I did do the SAT and I had a 1320 so not crazy uh, but i i did a <laughs> no 1320 is probably a 29 or 30 yeah, yeah. it's right I, around I, there uh, yeah okay but I, I had the i had a 398 gpa with unweighted like, unweighted yeah okay so i had to get it and i had a lot of extracurricular um so i i felt good with my with my stats coming out of high school but yeah that's just how it turned out it, and i always focus notice audience we talk about unweighted because everyone goes, oh, I got a four, five, four, six, my kid. I'm like, forget the four, five, four, six. Colleges want unweighted and then the rigor, right? And then what you just stated, because some kids are better suited for SAT, some are better suited for ACT. So Sophia, who you know, my daughter, uh, sophomore at UW, she's ACT, and my other daughter at Wisconsin's more SAT. So Casey, what did you do? So I took the ACT. I got a 32. Dang. Um, that was my third try taking it. Okay. Um, my GPA. Unweighted. Well, okay. Um, well, unweighted, it was a 3.92. And then 
weighted i'm gonna say it i'm sorry <laughs> go ahead <laughs> got a flex 4.5 notice how she had to go i'm gonna just say it, four just point say it. okay um, how many ap classes oh well probably six or seven um i didn't take a lot of ap tests um but <laughs> I took three AP tests. That was it. Out of Wait, four. did you take it and get a two or three? Oh, that that I did. I <laughs> it was pretty bad. I took um, most of the history tests and the English tests, um, but the sciences I didn't think I was going to pass it, so I didn't take them. Um, but yeah, I took most AP. Uh, those were my scores for the ACT. But I didn't take the SAT because I took some practice tests and they just weren't for me. Right. So I right. chose the ACT. What was your stretch school? Um, my stretch school was. Oh, goodness. I think it was USC um, and probably Stanford because I was going to look at that for a while for soccer. Okay. Um, but I stopped playing soccer junior year, so I didn't go to that anymore. But I'm pretty sure USC and Stanford were my two. So you applied to both of those? Yes, I did. Get rejected from both? Oh, of course, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so yeah, see, parents, it's okay. You're going to get rejected. Yeah, it, it happens. It happens. Make me feel better over here. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so now we're going to go to Longer because he got rejected from Stanford, too. I did, I did yeah. Okay, so what was your ACT or SAT? Yeah, I never took the ACT. I took the SAT twice. Uh, I got a 12, I think, 80 on both of them, but I super scored it to a 1330. So just above Colin. Uh, <laughs> and and if you saw it, he's looking at him, he's giving him like that, yeah. like yeah. I just dunked on you. Yeah, is yeah. that stare? Ten, ten, ten more points. points. Ten points. Yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, whatever. Like, it's still, that's like a 29 or 30. Yeah, pretty good. <laughs> hey. um, and then my GPA was like a, a 3.8, so not as good as these two, but it was um, pretty up there still. Your school might have been yeah. a little tougher, though. It might have been, yeah. But yeah. you had stretch schools. So yeah, Stanford, yeah. you got rejected. I did, yeah. Okay. USC, same deal. And then, yeah, and then UW was like the one that I really like, really tried on the application and the essays and stuff like that um and then yeah and it seems like you dubs the moderate i always tell people three two to three mm -hmm. stretch schools and then like four to five moderate schools yeah. and then we go into the i don't want to say fallbacks because shit you might be not getting in your stretch or moderate <laughs> we'll have fallbacks yeah. so let's go just if it wasn't you dub mm -hmm. uh what was did you have a fallback yeah. and what was it yeah so mine was seattle u um, hey, Sophia of, went. We visited Seattle. Oh, really? yeah. yeah, it's actually really nice. Yeah. The food there is amazing. Uh, so highly recommend, honestly. But uh, both my parents uh, went there. So that was a school I was looking at. Um, it's, it's also, it's literally like right up the hill from my high school as well. So we always went there. I ran cross country for a year in um, high school. So we'd always like run over to their like tra track field and right. just like run laps and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, no, that was, the, that was my fallback school if I didn't get into UW. And Casey from Southern California, what was your fallback? Uh, Chapman, uh, Fullerton, um, and state school. State schools. Yeah, I, I went to Long Beach State. Long Come Beach. on now, was, was Long Beach or Westmont? Any of them in the local areas? Okay. And by the way, Chapman's not a fallback. That's like <laughs> that's that's expensive. First of all, to get it into is, it is. I just I just applied to it. Um, okay. It wasn't at, when I was applying. It was eighty percent acceptance rate. Okay. So that's why I if you have money, they'll take you. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, and if you're from the local area, because most of my high school actually, I feel like went there or SDSU was another fallback school. Okay. Um, that's wait, time out. San Diego State was your fallback school. Did you get in, or yes. did you even apply? No, I did. Yes, I did. Direct business. Uh, I so when I applied, I also applied. I didn't know what I wanted to do, so okay. I applied. Um, what's it called? Un unmajored or right, like, uh, undeclared, undeclared. Wait, what college did you go to? Um, yeah. Man, at this point, I don't know. <laughs> 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 I, I applied undecided, um, but yeah. I did get in, and 
I don't know. I mean, I'm really stoked about UW. I'm happy I went. Um, but sometimes when it rains too much, I get a little upset I didn't go to San Diego uh, or UCSB. <laughs> but, um, yeah, those were my fallbacks. So. Colin. Yeah, mine was mine was Boise State over in Idaho. Um, I I love skiing, and they, they have skiing okay. right there. And I've everyone that's gone there has told me it's amazing. But once I got into UW, it was kind of a no-brainer to go to UW. Right. Is, right. Uh, is Boise State the one with the blue field? Yeah, all blue turf yeah, football. Blue fields, the, the uh, Broncos. It's beautiful. Yeah, yeah, it is. I've been, I've been to that campus. Yeah. yeah, one of my friends actually plays, or he, I think he graduated now, but he played tennis for them, which was pretty cool. Okay, that's yeah. sick. Yeah. So I always tell my audience followers, especially this time, you use spring break to either, if you're a junior, go visit the schools that you're interested into or the ones that you want to apply to, and then if you're a senior. You're kind of May 1st deadline's coming around. Where do I want to go? Go use spring break to go visit that school. So how many times did you visit? I mean, you're from Gig Harbor. How many times did you visit UW? Uh, well, so I went to f- like two to three, four football games a year. So That's I, right. I was there like probably 40, 50 times. Um, but like, so my junior year, I did like do like a California college tour. Okay. And uh, yeah, I've toured most of the colleges. I've so for the people that are listening. Yeah. So you're from Washington. Yes. When you think of California and you toured, what were some of the schools that you toured and that stood out? Yeah. So I toured like UCLA, USC, and then some of the other US or UCs. So like UC San Diego. And then I toured LMU too, up on the hill. LM who? LMU. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that was about it. Maybe U- USD. Okay. USD San Diego. And so coming from Washington, what stood out of, for example, like UCLA or USC, uh, San Diego State, what are some things that would have made you come down here? Uh, number one, the weather, easily. <laughs> easily. Yeah. Being in Washington with the rain is sometimes tough. But um, yeah, definitely the weather, but also just obviously the acclaim of the schools. They're at UCLA and Stanford, or, or not Stanford, uh, USC are like some of the top schools in the country. Yeah. Yes, and the acceptance rates only 10, 12%. Do you know 140,000 people applied class of 21 wow. and they only accepted, I think, 13,000? So crazy. like, you're not, there's so many other good schools. Yeah. Like Casey, you're from San Clemente. How many times did you go visit UW? Uh, so my mom went to UW and she's from Washington. So I've been there probably prior to attending the school five times. Okay. Um, but actually visited. I went over spring break my junior year. Um, I visited my top three schools. Um, okay. And I, yeah, so I visited then. Um, yeah, I, I would say like seriously visited. I only visited UW once. Okay. Well, I mean, longer you're from there, but yeah. let's talk about maybe the California experience. Did you come visit I, schools? Yeah, I actually never like visited. I wish I listened to this podcast uh, a few years ago, um, <laughs> but I never visited any of the California schools that I applied to. Um, I mean, like like Stanford, USC, I, like everyone knows them already. So I was like, yeah, and they already have like beautiful campuses. So like I wasn't expecting like, uh, or I was already expecting it to be great, but um, I toured UW and I toured Seattle U, um, but those are great as well. So Did anyone think of out of state besides Washington out of state? When I say out of state, East of the Rockies? Uh, I'm going to guess the Rockies aren't East Coast. So I definitely went, I applied to Boston University. If you know okay. That is. Yes. Um, and I didn't get in, but um, my sister went there. So I have like semi two word. Um, Terriers. Yeah, Boston Terriers. Okay. Um, but that was pretty much it for the East Coast. No East Coast for me. Not for me either. 
I mean, you guys, I've been on over 125 campuses, and I told you this earlier today when I still go visit Sophia on campus. Or she goes, what are you doing? I said, I'm walking the campus. Like Red Square, right? On a great spring day, you could see Mount Rainier, Ma- Mount Rainier yeah. the snow cap. Yeah. Or, or in February, you guys just had snow. Yeah. yeah. The, yeah. The, right? So let's talk about, because uh, you're bringing up the weather, and you talked about the weather. So those that are listening, Southern California people, it ain't that bad. I mean, my daughter's a wimp sometimes, and yeah. she's from Newport Beach, right? Let's talk about the weather. Okay. Okay. So uh, my biggest concern going to University of Washington was the weather, because I, I surfed every single day of high school. I was the biggest sunshine ocean girl, and this was just like not expected from me at all. Um, and when I decided to go to UW, I was a little worried. I bought a happy light immediately because I was so <laughs> Happy worried. light, yes. Yeah. That's the vitamin D yeah, or honestly, U- the I, UV. Yep, yeah. I bought a lot of vitamin D pills. I still take them to this day. But honestly, you study so much and well, also socializing so much. Um, you kind of don't really worry about the weather as much. And it's not that bad. It really isn't. And even when it is, like, you can still go outside. The PNW is absolutely gorgeous. And I think it's... PNW, by the way, is... Oh. Pack Northwest. Yeah. Pacific. There you Pacific go. Pacific. <laughs> yeah. yeah it's, it's really not as bad as people think. And I, I definitely think um, during the summers, which I haven't attended yet. I haven't been to a Seattle summer. But I know it's going to be pretty cool. So it's not that bad. Honestly, uh, for me, um, one of the things I miss most like surprisingly enough is walking to campus like in the rain like walking to classes in the rain it's just like such a cool feeling just like going through the rain through the UW campus I feel like the UW campus is built with the like cloudiness and raininess in mind where it (laughs) like as it doesn't it sounds worse than it is but it's like built to take into account the gloominess and make it less gloomy like the campus still looks gorgeous even when it's pouring rain and it's still a great experience the campus is absolutely gorgeous that's another reason I wanted to go there because I've toured a lot of Southern California schools just because I'm here and I played soccer at a lot of them. Um, but I think UW's campus is like one of the prettiest campuses I have ever been to. So that was yeah. a big exciting factor for me. And she's, they're not kidding. I've been on so many campuses. It's still one of my top five. People ask me. And I go, if you want to go regions, I think in the Pacific Northwest, well, it, it's a no-brainer. But it ranks up there in the top five. Uh, so that's good to know. Now, I want to, before I start transitioning into the college life, your major and stuff, because people are also concerned, they talk about the essays, right? Or outside counseling or tutoring. I'm gonna start with, let's start with Longer. Sure, yeah. Um, I had a counselor as well. Um, outside? Outside, yeah. Okay. Um, my mom uh, hired them, I guess. And then they kind of just looked over my essays and stuff and like uh, recommended stuff like that. Um, the essays for colleges, they're very short, as people probably know, but like, because they have to be like super short because they're reading through so many. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I didn't really stress too much about them. I just kind of like went really heartfelt on them, but yeah, I don't know. And do you remember what you wrote about? Yeah. <laughs> um, I wrote about, uh, I think there was two essays. The, f- the, I forgot the topics they gave, but the first one I wrote about was, um, I talked about like climate change or something like that. Um, which is pretty cool. And then the second one I wrote about my father, um, he passed away my sophomore, so- sophomore, junior in high school. So I kind of just went heartfelt in that. Um, and I, I don't know, I don't, I don't know how many like essays they read, but uh, I just kind of poured out my heart in that in the hundred like, or like 250 words they had in there. Yeah. And I'm telling you, they look at the essay, if you could separate yourself, Yeah. they don't want to hear about the winning goal. <laughs> they don't want to hear about ASB. Yeah. Right, so you got to separate yourself. So, I know Mr. Gig Harbor had an outside counselor. No, I did not. 
Well, okay, so my my parents my parents are divorced, so my dad's in Gig Harbor, and okay. my mom is in Port Archer, the town up. So I split time in between. Those okay, two. but um, yeah, I didn't have a counselor. I didn't do any. I bought like the SAT prep book, but I didn't do much prep. I kind of did it all on my own. Um, I don't know. I I thought it turned out fine without doing it. So you don't have to do that stuff if you see. So you don't, don't have to. Do yeah. it. They listen, I got right? Yeah. Without it. Yes. Exactly. Okay. Wait. But now we're gonna listen to Casey because she's from SoCal. Now you can um, you can swing it right now. Yeah, well, I'm gonna say you did. Okay. So I've had uh, I've had extra tutoring my entire life because I have pretty bad ADHD. So join the club. Hey. It's okay. It's okay, guys. We have ADHD. Wait, say, say that again because people are like, oh, wait, because most successful people do have ADHD. I, you know that. I can multitask many things. It is, <laughs> it is a talent. Um, but yeah, I have had, had extra tutoring a lot. So for this, I did have outside counseling. Um, I think my biggest regret was to have outside counseling. Um, just hmm. because don't, I mean, totally do it if you want guys. But I think my regret is my, my counselor completely changed my essay um and took out my originality and i was pretty persuaded at the time to do so because i didn't know you know so i would definitely say uh get a counselor if you could but um definitely keep the originality because i you know they structured it the way they wanted to the way they thought it was best but that was the problem what was your original essay going to be on yeah so junior year i went through a pretty big family thing so i i won't go into detail about it um but i I wrote about just how my parents, um, uh, just like a hardship then, and they they didn't like that, and they thought it it was a pity thing, so they switched it up, um, and made it about like my leadership in soccer and all that stuff. And <laughs> what did I just say? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but you got in. I did. I did get in. I did get in. Um, but I bet you you would have gotten to Stanford. <laughs> honestly, honestly, <laughs> I can blame them for that. I think that's better. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think I, I think that was my biggest regret because either way, I think you know I would have gotten in. They were both they were both pretty good essays, but um, definitely think that keeping the originality is important. Uh, that's a big point. Okay, so if you had to do it all over again, what are you telling high school students and mom and dad about the essays? Just the whole process starting in high school. Um, I would just say stay involved with your kid whether that means get a counselor or like my mom read over all my essays for me and helped me and made sure i was getting sat prep and all that but without the counselors and stuff so i would say to parents like just stay involved and make sure your kid is hitting those checks along the way yeah, yeah i would say for the kids definitely i mean if you're confident enough and if you think you're a good writer like i did keep your essays the way that you want them to be because um, I definitely think they are looking for originality, not a formatted essay. And for the parents, honestly, the best you can do is support them through the process because this is a really hard process to go through and adding the stress is just going to be a little bit worse. Yeah, I have to piggyback off of uh, Casey too. I feel like, I don't know, for me, it's always just being like genuine is the most important thing. So just letting, letting a student be them genuine self as a parent and then also like if you're a student, you're writing an essay, let... I don't know, let your heart speak, I guess, is the most important thing for me. So that'd be my big, biggest recommendation. All right. So now we're in UW. It's a hard flipping school. Go I'll dogs. say it. It's a hard fucking it school. <laughs> so really hard. major colon. Uh, I'm business. Uh, did you get admitted business direct? Yes, I did. Boo. Boo. <laughs> Actually, Sophia, if Sophia was here, she'd be like, dang, he's smart. <laughs> business direct. Okay. Uh, I, I'm uh, applying to Foster next week. 
So I'm good luck. Good luck. The business school. The business school. Foster. Yes. By the way, Foster is the business school. If you got in there direct. Props to you. <laughs> Andrew from Washington. Um, definitely. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm applying next week. So. Uh, props to you if you got into Foster DA. I did not. I actually didn't apply. I was undecided as well coming in. I would say it's 100% harder to get into Foster um, once you're ready in the school. And then you have to like you have to take prereqs and then like write an essay. And then you have to take a WSA, which is like a written, written uh, I forgot what it stands for, but it's like a written assignment. Um just like writing assessment assessment i guess um so you have to do all those things and then you have to apply so it's 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 a pretty hard route but I, I got in everyone. yeah and then I, I got in this past fall quarter so that was a grind so let me ask you this because i talked to a lot of parents and students now and they're trying to make their college search and decision right and some of them got into direct business at certain schools like smu colorado and some didn't get into like a wisconsin so what advice would you have for that student and parent, knowing that you want to go business, because you're all out there listening, that if you, would you go to, to the school where you're direct or would you go into the school that you want to go to and that you've got to go like longer, the prerequisite, take all these classes. And if I'm going to rush a fraternity or sorority, I hope I do well. What's your advice? That's a tough question, actually. Um, I would say, I would say go to the school that you'd want to go to um, because if you're passionate of a passionate a passionate enough about um, whatever major you want to get into you can definitely do it um, I applied the second time was this fall quarter so I didn't get in my spring quarter and then I like retook a bunch of classes and then got in this past fall quarter so you can definitely do it um, if you set your mind okay hold on we're gonna do something that we've never done before oh. hey Julia I'm recording a podcast right now <laughs> with three UW students we're talking about you know the search and admission process and, and, and my daughter goes to Wisconsin right now, so we're live. <laughs> Julia from Madison, Wisconsin, you're on podcast, you're recording. Say hi to the UW kids. Yeah. Hi, Julia. <laughs> hey. All right. So are you going to give props about Mad Madtown right now? Well, there you go. She says they party harder than any school. I'm going to let you go, and I'll call you after this podcast, but we had to do this. Yes. All right. Love you, Moy. Love you. Bye. Is that, that, is that you? That's my Wisco daughter. Okay. You Wisconsin? Okay. Yeah. The fake UW. Let's go. <laughs> oh shit! So we're gonna. Did you just hear her? She just said we're we are on a serious topic and conversation about are we going to pick what school, yeah. right? If you're direct or not. I mean, Colin, what 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 were you gonna say? Well, so I'll, I would probably say the opposite of what Charles is gonna say. Okay, this is good. Yeah, because so I was DA. Uh, I mean, it might just be because of me, but I I haven't felt like I had to stress about school very much because I was in DA. Um, which has honestly helped benefit me. Like I've done very well in school, but that's because I think I wasn't worrying about making sure I got the best grade I could and kind of just made sure I w had a holistic college experience, which honestly ultimately ends up benefiting you in the end when it comes to your grades. But like, so my brother was just in the college admissions process. And like, if he didn't get DA at UW, I was definitely going to warn him about what could happen if he didn't get DA. Cause I've heard of guys transferring from UW. Right. And DA, by the way, is direct admission. Thank you. This actually happened to me. Um, I okay. got the. I was in the business school for um, Boulder, and then I wasn't for because I knew I kind of wanted to go business, but I wasn't for UW, and this was the main factor. Um, and this was kind of crazy for me. I was gonna go to Boulder because I was in Foster, um, 
But my biggest thing for me is pushing myself um, and getting outside my comfort zone and like, you know, like really pushing myself, doing the hardest I can. And UW was definitely the choice I had to make for that. Um, so I chose UW because I wanted to prove to myself that I could be in business and that I could, you know, like dominate in their classes, even though it's a hard ass school. It's like ridiculously <laughs> hard. Um, but I just wanted to push myself out of that comfort zone. And I didn't know one person going to UW and I knew a lot of people going to Boulder and that was another deciding factor. Um, but I definitely chose a school that I wasn't direct admit to, um, because I wanted to prove to myself that I could have been if they chose me. So that's amazing because I have friends right now that are going to that same situation. Yeah. That's probably going to be a clip on my Instagram story because I'll send yeah. it to them because they're thinking, well, should I go admit? And, and, and they're looking at Colorado business direct or SMU mm -hmm. business direct or Wisconsin. Yeah. Oh my God, I'm going to tee this up. So perfect. <laughs> yeah. Which is not business direct, but I said, where do you want your education? Yeah, want to prove where yourself? Where do you want to, you know, say you went to school? Like if, if someone asked me, you know, what's the hardest thing I've done? I'm kicking, like literally working so hard to get into foster and fingers crossed. But I, I feel like I'm going to be, regardless of the outcome, so stoked and proud of myself because I put like all of my effort into it. And, um, I definitely think this is one of the hardest things I've done, um, academic wise. And, um, and yeah, I think it's definitely gonna be worth it. Even if I don't get in, um, no worries, cause I know it's UW, I'll be successful either mm -hmm. way. Um, but no, yeah, I, I definitely wanted to push myself and that was my biggest thing, so. We believe in you. Thanks, thanks. <laughs> when, when are we gonna find out? Um, I apply April 5th, so I think, what, was it like five weeks when yeah, you found out? Like yeah, yeah, so mid, mid spring quarter. All right, so we might have to run this back. Yeah. Follow up? Yeah. So <laughs> with UW, all right, because, and obviously we just took a call from my daughter at Wisconsin, they're, by the way, Wisconsin, they're called the Michigan rejects. That's okay. Okay. Because nice, they're nice. not smart enough to get into Michigan, but they all go to Wisconsin. They're smart, just like yeah. UW. And they study hard, they work hard, and they party hard. Okay. Yeah. Now, who's going to now debate? You just heard it. She said Wisco is a much more party lit school than UW. Yeah, I would I would say she can come up to UW anytime. And we can we can figure that Show out. Her a good time. Yeah. I definitely think it's a work hard play hard thing at UW. Maybe even more of the work hard standpoint, but um I definitely think that she might be wrong on the play hard part. Within so. within Washington, WSU Washington State definitely has more of a party rep. And they get talked about more as a party school, but I think that's just because, no offense to them, there's less of an academic side. Um, I think I think we probably party just as hard as they do, but we're also in the books, so yeah, that, that side gets focused yeah. on more because it's different. Also, they're also known as the UW rejects over there. <laughs> yeah, that too. No I've offense that to any of high school no, friends. Hey, over Wazoo's there. not that bad of a camp. By the way, no. there are a lot of friends who really like their it. average yeah. age in the community of Pullman is like 24. Because great college town. like out of 30,000 people, 20,000 of them are students. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a great, are you guys, who's going to the Apple Cup? I have not been. Because of COVID. I went last year. Yeah. Oh, they, did you? I mean, they came here last year. Right. UW. I was, so my, my, my 20th birthday was supposed to be on the day of the Apple Cup this oh, year, right. but COVID canceled it. So uh, didn't work out for me. That's tough. I was going to go to Pullman. <laughs> yeah. So let's, let's talk about that because, well, it's funny because uh, Sophia, who that's how I know longer, yeah, right? Yeah. Sig up over here, and yeah. she's a, a theta. Mm -hmm. She was saying at Washington, I've noticed everyone either studies or they party or they eat. 
yeah. Well, I, I definitely think it depends on who you are. I definitely go outside a lot, you know, and hike and stuff. But I <laughs> you know, if you want. Um, but I definitely say studying, partying, and eating is the main three. I, do, three. I definitely do all three of those things. <laughs> yeah, it's a good balance. Quite, quite it's a good a balance. <laughs> okay, so Charles yeah. Junior, mm-hmm. you did not. Now we're going to get into the social life aspect yeah. of it, the yeah. Greek life. Mm-hmm. You did not rush a fraternity your freshman year, mm-hmm. so we're going to talk about that experience. We're not going to talk about what sorority you're in, but you're in a the top sorority. We're going to talk about because you didn't even want to be in a. I did not want to be, want a, to be a sorority. You wanted to be a GDI. I did want to be a GED. <laughs> See, now, that is G- true. Now, Colin, tell people what a GED is. A uh, goddamn independent. Okay. See, back in my day, it was a goddamn individual. So, And then you, you, I think, also lived in McCarthy, which is a nice storm. Yeah, McCarthy. And didn't even rush your f- summer. Right? Well, yeah. So I did rush summer, but then I didn't like it that much and then i rushed again in fall when i hated the dorms okay so let's talk about that because for guys and i know the class of 20 a lot of people from this area rushed in the summer i think that's when COVID was spreading around right but the boys or males should i say they rush in the summer even before school starts so why did you not like it well so one of the biggest problems i found is it's it's not formal at all you have to reach out to the different houses if you want to rush there and so the problem I was facing is I didn't really know people at UW, so I was not able to gauge the fraternities at all without having to rush every single one of them. And I live an hour away from UW, so I wasn't trying to go an hour and back every single day of summer because I worked a job. And so I rushed a few houses. Um, there was a house that uh, just got me like way too drunk, and then they, they tried to give me a bid when I was too drunk, and they tried to get me to sign it, and I just really thought that was kind of like manipulative and I did not enjoy the experience. Hardcore sale process. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Wait, what fraternity was it? I'm not going to say the name. Okay. I don't want to do that. Dang. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I can't dish okay, that. Okay, I like but, that. I like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I tried. But but so so that turned me off and then that kind of turned me off from the whole process because they did it to my friend too and then I was kind of like, oh, is this how it's always going to be in Greek life? Yeah. And so I, I stopped rushing and me and my friend uh, got a dorm together. But in the dorms, there was just absolutely no social life. I, I wasn't meeting people. It was just me and my roommate. And it was just, it was pretty depressing, honestly. Um, and so after, after a while, I, I just realized like something needed to change. I couldn't stay in the dorms or else I just wasn't going to be happy with my college experience. So at that point, I had a couple friends from high school who were in sororities already. Okay. And so I talked to them and they had a gauge on the fraternities and they recommended me a couple houses. I came at Rush... I came and rushed at SIGEP a couple times and all the dudes were just super cool. There wasn't like weird vibes or anything. And I, re- I really liked it. And so I, I signed there and I moved in winter and it's been great ever since. Yeah. And you knew some of the fraternities that you were rushing and it's ongoing at Washington. Yes. Yeah. Correct. So yeah. did that make a big difference? Yeah. Yeah. That made a huge difference because at, at that point, one of the other good things is the PC. So the pledge class is already really established. So I was the last sign in my PC. So I knew all the guys that were already there. So I got to see kind of the vibe of the PC. Sometimes when you're rushing in summer, there'll only be like four or five guys in the PC. So you don't know the guys that are gonna sign after. So it's kind of a crapshoot in that sense. So what advice would you give to a male, right? Looking in colleges and rushing. Yeah, so my brother's in that situation. So I'm giving him the same advice. I would do the, the, so there is a summer formal recruitment, which is one week. You see all the houses, you meet all the houses, similar more to how the sororities do it. 
and I'm just going to tell them to do that because then you get to meet everyone. You get all the vibes. And then I'm going to tell him to sign probably later in summer when he, when the pledge classes get filled out a little bit more. Excellent. Yeah. So I'll get to you longer. Let's, <laughs> let, 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 let's, Mr. let's. Mr. Rush chair. <laughs> yeah, because we're going to save, we're going to save it, roll, roll it. But let's go, Casey, because right. your mom was a legacy. Mm-hmm. Kayo? She was a Kayo, in okay. which I am not going to disclose my sorority, but right. I was not a Kayo, so I'm not. But you didn't even want to be in a yeah. sorority. Okay, Why? Yeah, so Let's tell I, us that story. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell the story. So I did not want to be in a sorority. I didn't like the stereotypes that the you know sorority life had. Um, I also didn't think that I would fit in with... Okay, so at, at uh, UW, uh, we all live in houses. And um, we live in a, I live in a house with 130 girls. And I didn't. Know, I knew that coming in, that if I, if I rushed, that's what it would be like. And I did not think that I would like that. Just because um, that's a lot of right. a lot of issues, and, and because at UW, I like this, and you might disagree, but when you're a freshman, you're gonna rush, and you don't live in the dorms. If you accept the bid, you go directly in the house. Like my daughter, and right her freshman year, they're all living in the houses. Yes. So just so uh, whoever's listening, um, if you're not familiar, you rush uh, a week before school starts. It's nine days, and you go through every single house, and um, it is a tough process. It's another thing I didn't want to do, but um, if you want to be in a sorority, it's most definitely worth it. Um, I made it a split decision a couple weeks before rush began, because um, I was familiar with the social life at you know the dorms for UW, and I didn't want to go through that, um, like Charles and Colin <laughs> over here. Um, so I decided to rush, and um, it was good. It was honestly one of the best decisions I could have made, and I'm pretty stoked with the house I'm in. Excellent. Let's go longer. Yeah. So I honestly feel similar to Casey. Um, like I like coming into college. Like all I knew about like fraternities and sororities was just like the stereotypical, um, like Hollywood kind of like like I don't know kind of douchebag like vibe. And I was like I really don't want to be part of that. Um, so I came in, and I like didn't really rush any houses like prior to coming in. And I just like signed up for a dorm, and I was in the dorm. And I was just in the dorm, and I was, and I'm a pretty social guy, so I was like trying to make friends. I was like talking to people, and there's been a lot of instances where I'd be like walking down the hallway, and I would see someone, and I'd be like, "Hey, what's up?" And they would literally just look at me like I'm crazy, and they would just keep walking, and they'd like look down, and be like, "This is like not where like I want to be." So I kind of just like want. I was like, "Yeah, this is not where I'm supposed to be." So my best friend from high school, he actually joined a fraternity coming in, and he was really um, pro fraternity and like joining the Greek system and stuff. And he was like, oh, like, I can set you up. Like, I have all these, like, rush-shared numbers. Like, I'll just send you the numbers. And he also, like, kind of what Colin was saying about, like, not knowing the houses and, like, the vibe of each house is huge because you, if you don't know anyone in houses, you have to, like, rush every house to figure out what they're like. Um, and that's just a huge process because we have a huge Greek system. So um, he, he, he already knew, that like, the vibes of each house. So he kind of set me up with some specific rush chairs. One of them was SIGAP. And I rushed a bunch of different – I ended up rushing, like, seven or eight different houses in the end. And rush is really fun, too, because they, they'll take you out to dinner. Right now, not, not during COVID. Obviously, you can't. But, like, during non-COVID, you can go out to dinner with them. They'll buy you food. Um, you get to hang out with them. It's a really good time. Um, but, this is the ongoing rush during fall yeah, and spring, yeah. right? Okay. Fall, spring, even summer, too. Um, but I, when I was living in the dorms, he gave me a few numbers, and um, I, w- I went through a bunch of different houses and found SIGUP. <clears throat> and the one thing I really liked about SIGUP was it just wasn't the the stereotypical douchebag. Like, I don't want to mention Hollywood. any names, but yeah, because yeah, <laughs> I know them at UW. Yeah, yeah, it just wasn't that, and that's what I really liked. It was just like, not the not the rapey. 
fraternities? Yeah, yeah, definitely. definitely not. Definitely, <laughs> definitely not. Um, but yeah, that's what I loved about it. So yeah, it was everyone was just, I don't know, like, there to have fun and like be friends with each other and not be like try to, I don't know, seem like the coolest guy in the Greek system, I guess. And that that's what I love about it. So yeah, but yeah. And you are now the rush chair. I am, yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> Mr. VPR, yeah, v- and, and then Colin, your finance. <laughs> yes, I'm VPF, yeah. and he gives me the money, so I have to be really nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He has to take me on a. So, yeah. and then you know, I'm going to lead this into something because Casey, you're the house uh, assistant internal house manager. Okay, wait, because let's just break this down. I asked you what this does. What, what do they do? So there's like <laughs> besides a, just a title yeah. to make your resume look good. Honestly, uh, there's two. There's the main, and then there's the assistant. Um, the main kind of just does like the uh, call the hardware guy hardware whoa handyman guy um i pretty much assign people roles in the house uh you know rooms too pretty much all the dealing with situations and organizing in the house so wait so right after summer because i remember when my uh, daughter moved into theta they were she was getting like the emails or the texts of what room they have and then mm-hmm. moving in like which yep. one are you that's, which one is that what you that's did that's what we do oh. <laughs> yeah that's what i do it's definitely interesting sometimes um but the good thing about it is that i get first picks so. exactly right okay so there's benefits now this is leading obviously we're in college to study work hard and have fun but you guys are doing something i was our what was i what do you think i was because i was something at cigar what do you think i was I think, I think you'd make a great rush chair. I, w- I would agree. Yeah. Is that communication? You know, I should have been like rush chair, but I wasn't. I was our athletic commissioner. Okay. What, yeah. did, what did that do? We, we don't, don't have, have that. You don't? No. Yeah. So we organized, like, I got all the teams together. Okay. Like, we had uh, uh, IFC basketball, yeah, okay. football. So I, anything organizing with sports, and then I coordinated like let's go to a baseball game or let's let's go to a mariners game or let's go do let's go set up uh powder f- puff flag football with the sorority or something like that so we might need to add one of those that sounds pretty uh, cool yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Can you call, will it be an honor of me yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. we'll name it we'll name it after you yes i know i need to come when i come to your campus and well COVID hopefully goes away but yeah. i need to be an honorary Guest sig up speaker. Oh yeah, we can bring you. How sweet would that be? Bring you in a chapter. I I did that at Northeastern with my other buddy. Yeah, we actually we have a BMS scholarship that we give out every year, and we're supposed to have a um. We usually have a banquet when it's non-COVID, and we we're supposed to have a alumni actually come to those and like give out a speech. So oh, I could kill two birds and one stone. (laughs) So we'd be like, hey, okay. So how many people are in your pledge class? Were you guys in the same PC nineteen? We are. How many were were in thirty two? I was number thirty two. Thirty two. How many? Uh, there were about 30. Yeah. 30. Okay. So now with COVID, and then we're going to transition to COVID. How many did you recruit this year? Yeah. So, um, well, it wasn't you. Yeah. So we had, we had a previous rush team. Um, currently we're standing at 24 members in PC. 2020. Yeah. So you're recruiting for 21. Yeah. And then we're probably capping it, uh, after the first week of spring quarter. Um, just, we, we have to have like our membership development guy, like, um, be on track for that sort of stuff. So we'll probably cap it then um, when he starts his stuff. And then that'll be the start of PC21. So anyone who signs after that will be part of the new PC. Yeah. How did it go this summer? Was it in person or was it Zoom? It was all Zoom. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about that because you guys been, for those of the class of 21s, if they're listening now, they're hopefully going to be in person. Yeah. But you've had the you've been able to see in person and zoom how difficult what was the challenge it's a major struggle it's hard it's it's so hard for like incoming freshmen who like don't know anything about the greek system and especially if they don't have like friends in the greek system like i did or like cullen for his brother yeah. um 
to like really i guess get the vibe of a house like over a zoom call like it, that's like that's asking a lot so it's really tough and it's been tough on every single fraternity um and sorority in the greek system yeah, yeah. I, I do think one thing for incoming freshmen though <laughs> if if even if it, it does go back in person there's a chance it does do zoom so like if, if I was coming in, it would be nice if I could have Zoomed all 20 houses and then done rush tours at the houses that I liked via Zoom yeah. and then kind of continue to narrow it down. As compared to? Just having to go to physical campus right. all the time. So like the, the Zoom element could benefit, but not if it's only, if it's only Zoom, then it becomes very tough. Yeah. yeah, so Zoom for sororities was very different. UW was one of the only uh, sororities that did door chants when we were in person. I don't know if you guys Wait, know that explain, because I think <laughs> yeah. the class. When, when Door we, chants are the... Oh, singing? No, when we, me and Cullen, oh, Cullen wasn't moved in yet, um, but like freshman fall quarter after I moved in the house, um, the sororities were doing their rush week and yeah. we would like at like eight in the morning, we'd be like sleeping in the porch and we just hear like the sorority down the street just start yelling at the top of their lungs and then we just like wake up to that every morning. <laughs> so door chants are for people that don't know like on tiktok so much but it's like <laughs> it's just like uh, all the sorority girls in a window and their door yelling their letters and their like theme song at you really loud and like whipping their hair back and forth it's ridiculous and scary and it's just to intimidate you it's kind of awesome but that so i um rushed in person obviously and it was crazy i lived in the dorm for those nine days didn't know one human at uw had to walk around in three inch heels for nine hours a day in a dress and it was really hot and ridiculous um and it was awesome though that we got to meet people but zoom zoom was this year last year our last recruitment and um that was crazy because we had to figure out the whole technical issues um but it was definitely more lax like definitely more relaxed um and i think that's as much as i love in person um it's a lot less stressful um, and a lot less painful, so. Were you all easier on the selection process or were you harder? Oh, uh, I was a little upset because because it was on Zoom. Um, my sorority just picked Seattle girls they already knew. Dang. And that was one of my biggest issues with it and that's what's really tough. Um, there are some out-of-state girls. Um, they did network their way in. But um, that was the big thing about Zoom. So they don't really get to meet you face-to-face. They kind of already have who you are in your head. So let's talk about that. You just said network because I talk about this to my guests and parents. It's all about networking. Uh, it's not what degree you get at the end of the day. Start something, finish something. So I'm going to tell you, right? Get your degree, but it's who you meet along the way and who you network with. How important is networking trying to get into a sorority or a fraternity? Yeah, well, so the, the only reason I knew what houses to go to was the people I knew already in the Greek system. And so being able to have like either meet people or know people already that are in the Greek system, it will infinitely help you when it comes to figuring out what house will be like a match for you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, going off of that, um, there's been, a, yeah, a lot of people who like rush our fraternity only know of us because of the people who like are already in here. So it's pretty big. Um, and that goes for like, not, not only like just fraternities, like any organization, like I wouldn't have been in like a bunch of like clubs and stuff in Udo if I didn't know people in those clubs. So networking is huge. Just like knowing people. 
Yeah, definitely. Coming from someone from SoCal, and I know this is like a SoCal podcast, not mainly, but a little bit. No, we're going to go. I might tee it up for Barstool, right? Because we're trying to get big time. Right. Okay. Okay. Come on, Higgy. Come on, Higgy. (laughs) Coming from someone that didn't know anyone, um, it was crazy tough because I literally had no networking, and I know it would be tough on Zoom, but it was honestly great that I have a very outgoing personality because- No. <laughs> yeah, you can't really? tell, can you? Yeah, but uh, it, it's it's definitely like really important to network. Reach out to as many people as you can. And we talked about this as we. Were, by the way, was I a good Uber? Yeah, yeah you're great. <laughs> okay, so so we talk about LinkedIn, and I was shocked that oh, yeah. my daughter had a LinkedIn, which is good. And then some of her friends. Uh, I'm gonna give her props right now, Sarah Keen. I think they said yeah, she has a yeah. flipping amazing yeah. LinkedIn. I'm like, dude, she's going somewhere. So. You guys have LinkedIn, yes. yes, right? And obviously we're trying to get jobs. Mm-hmm. And I think that's how you got, someone got a summer intern or an intern through LinkedIn, right? Yeah, I got a I got a summer internship with Amazon through LinkedIn. I, I had a recruiter reach out to me and I kind of followed the application process and ended up getting it. So you just wanted to respond back to him? Yeah, yeah. I mean, or her? Yeah, I think, I think the number one thing, so we have our, our younger members like create a LinkedIn, like we make it a priority. See, wow yeah, good exactly and so we have we have everyone fill out everything and the the big thing is just making it look nice and then one thing we kind of do is like everyone's like skills so <laughs> your skills get super yeah. boosted so yes like all my skills this is, have like 30 likes on them this is life what you're learning what you're doing is life i didn't have linkedin in college right i didn't do i didn't know about networking that much but you're so far advanced so keep up that LinkedIn. Now you guys are gonna have to follow me on LinkedIn and do the same <laughs> yeah. thing. Okay. Yeah, I definitely. I created a LinkedIn two years ago, and I shit in high school. Yeah. Well, yeah. My mom told me to. <laughs> I listened to her. Yeah, I created a LinkedIn, and it's definitely been beneficial. I've had a bunch of people reach out to me. Um, I just had an Amazon externship, um, and that was literally all through LinkedIn. Um, if you're not familiar with that, UW uh, reached out to their. Um, their students to join an Amazon externship was an, which is an internship but online because of Zoom, um, and I joined that and that was all about like creating your LinkedIn, making it look good, networking connections. It was super dope, um, but LinkedIn is very important and I just took up like four friends to get one because they like had no idea. What good it for is. you. And it's yeah. definitely a way. Huh? What's LinkedIn? Go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what they said. What's Clubhouse? <laughs> yeah, uh, LinkedIn. I created it like. Colin said we um during like our membership like um props process uh everyone has to create their own LinkedIn and then that's when I created my LinkedIn um and actually like I kind of got more into it I took a class through Foster called Management 312 this past quarter and the whole class was about like um I don't know like resumes and like building out your LinkedIn making sure you have everything on there and like looks good and then like also Handshake is also pretty similar to LinkedIn as well so um I don't know it's it's super helpful and it's just like a great way to like get to know or like connect with people who are like working with companies and stuff like that as well. Let's start getting into probably what a lot of people want to listen to and hear back. We talked about academics. We talked about just the whole experience, uh, academics. Let's get into really the social life of it because I mean, I don't know if people should be making their decision of because of a fraternity or a sorority or how's the party life or how's the football game day Saturdays. You don't even fucking play football and there's only four games in a home season. So uh, we can go a lot of directions with this, but I love going up to Seattle on game day on Saturday. There's the alley. So why don't we, and we had Trevor and 
Oh gosh, Taylor. Taylor. Yeah. Right. They came on in the summer. Shout and, out. And shout out Trev <laughs> Taylor. I might have to tag them. You all know Trev Tag, <laughs> yeah. right? So uh, they are a Kappa and Kai Sai, yeah. right? So they talked about the game day experience. Who wants to start? I'll start as a sorority girl. Okay, <laughs> you go, girl. Yeah, uh, it was really fun game day. So I love football. I, high school. I went to San Clemente High School for SoCal kids. Big uh, football uh, high school over there. They can't beat modern day though. Uh, well, we, went, we did one state. <laughs> we can talk about that another time. Um, I loved game days. It was a great opportunity to uh, you know take a break from school for that weekend. And um, I definitely. That was one of the wasn't a big factor for deciding to, or deciding to go to UW, but it was definitely a big thing for me because I'm very social and um, I love football and I definitely when when it's back on and stuff I'm sure it'll still be great. So, so I, and I, I say this to everyone that goes to UW next fall is going to go off it's gonna go crazy. Oh, I sure <laughs> hope so. Yeah. Right. I mean, there hasn't been football. I mean, Seattle's you guys shut down in March. Yes. Right. Did. You were one of the first schools over a year at this point. Yeah, but I already have the date set. It is set for October 16th, home game against UCLA, okay, because my wife's a a Theta alum. And then in November, I think it'll probably most likely be Theta Parent Weekend, but it's against Oregon. So those are the two games that we're coming up for. So be specific now about game day in the alley, because I don't want to tell people about the game day in the alley. Colin, why don't you tell people about the alley? Paint that picture. Let's see of a good color commentator you are. Um. So, okay, I'll be honest. When I was a freshman, I so I was in the dorms for majority of the game days. And so I wasn't actually like in the Greek life game okay, days. Good. And so I can kind of speak to what it's like when you're not <laughs> in Greek life. Okay. And then I'll let Charles take over yes. the more vivid imagery of the alley. Like, I don't know. When you're, I always grew up, like in my high school, football was a big thing. Everyone would get dressed up, paint your face, do the whole thing. And so I've always loved football. Um, and so when I came to UW, I would. I used to always go to the games with my family, and I was expecting the games to be super awesome, super fun. And then, because I didn't know anyone in the dorms, I would kind of just show up to the football game with my roommate, and it'd just be us two kind of standing there, like, yeah, yeah like yeah. It, it. It it wasn't a great experience. Yeah. I, I had I had one I had one uh, UW game day, which was Apple Cup. It was okay. right after I signed, and it, and it was it was infinitely better being in the Greek system yeah. during a yeah. game day. But I'll let, I'll let Charles take over. Yeah, for that it. Apple Cup that Colin was talking about was actually one of my favorite just in general days, like just, I don't know, part of the Greek system. Um, and you mentioned the alley. One thing I really like about the alley, I know the Greek system kind of got in trouble recently for the alley, um, and that's on us, but the alley prior to COVID during that Apple Cup was like one of the most fun things like I've ever done because like when you're like partying in the Greek system, it's like, somewhat exclusive like some people are invited to some parties and other people are not invited but the alley is just this place that everybody congregates to so me walking to the alley that game day i saw all my friends from every single house every single sorority fraternity and then on top of that i saw all my high school friends from wazoo that were in the area as well so it was just me walking around seeing all these people also Lil mosey was there the rapper so I don't know, it was just a crazy, crazy day. And then we went to the game and we watched it. Um, but yeah, I don't know, it's so fun and I love the alley in all honesty. Yeah, I remember um, one of the alley days, one of the game days, a big thing for the sororities was to wake up at like 6 a.m. Yeah, um, I don't understand why you guys are flipping waking up so I, early. I start oh, I'll early, tell you, start I'll early. tell you. <laughs> yes, please do. So let's say what, game day was at like 
11, 12. Yes. Uh, yeah, we get up at 6 a.m. Um, the, the chefs even, well, yes, sororities have chefs, everyone. Uh, the chef, fraternity. <laughs> the, uh, the chefs actually wake up early and make us food early because they know carb-loaded food. And, <laughs> and uh, we wake up, we get ready, and at 7 a.m. we hit morning bar. And we go to a fraternity, and that's what it sounds like. And then we go to the alley, and the alley is literally so much fun and such an excuse just to dress up crazy and, and purple and uh, what's the color? Yellow. Purple gold, and yellow. Purple and gold. <laughs> purple and gold. <laughs> purple and gold. Sorry. Uh, and, and honestly, it's just so much fun. And then, you know, like when you get to the game and everyone's like trying to get on that camera. I don't even know what it's called. The fan cam. <laughs> yeah, the, the fan cam. It's just so insane, and I miss it like crazy, so... Now, are you guys staying for the whole game? Are you just going for either walking into the second half or just staying for the first quarter and dipping? Uh, if we can, yeah. yeah. Uh, I definitely tried to stay for most of the games. What about? I, I will say that's my only complaint is I'm always like, so I'm hardcore UW football. I always went to the games. I always stayed until the very end. And so that's kind of what was instilled in me. So I always want to stay till the very end of the games. I'm I'm maybe in like the 3% of people that want to do that. Yeah. Most people Most people are tapped out. Second half, <laughs> maybe if it's a close game, people will stay to like the fourth quarter. But yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. I've always like went to the game, and then by like the second half, like we're tired of like standing on like yeah. the bleachers, and then most like most everyone just like leaves at that point. So. Yeah, because yeah, I I know when it's like parents' weekend, like any other school, you're drinking all day, mm-hmm. right? Your parents are picking you up like twelve yeah. packs or whatever, and they're like, let's get into the game, and then they're like. Let's go out of the game. I'm like, go out of the game. I went to the Hawaii game. Okay. 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 And then there's, I forget what the other one, the November, it was November. It was a, a nice fall crisp day, but mm. the alley was going off. Yeah. Right. So now that there's COVID, obviously no football games. Did you guys go to any, what other, let's talk about, like, I love basketball. I went to a couple basketball games. So did you guys go to any basketball games or do you miss going to Huck or the Heck or whatever they call it? Yeah. I actually am a big basketball fan. I went to, I went to like seven. Yeah. No, I went to like six games. Um, one of them was not a home. Um, one of them was not a home game. Um, but I went to a bunch of them. I actually um, played in the halftime games for two of them. You did? Yep, which was really fun. <laughs> okay. Um, Twice. Yeah, I won a pom-pom, which was pretty cool. Uh, yeah, but uh, definitely loved the football games. Absolutely missed the football. Sorry, basketball. Absolutely missed the basketball games. You were more like upfront and personal. Um and um, the boys are pretty cute. There you go. Very tall. Very tall. That was I Isaiah def- Stewart. Oh, I don't even get me started. But Jaden McDaniels. <laughs> but that's I definitely was more. As much as I love football, I, I was more of a basketball fan just because we were more into it. And I played basketball um, most of my uh, younger days. So yeah. The the cultural experience is definitely way different than a football game because like you don't have the whole Greek system. There's so many games you don't have the whole Greek system like rallying behind it, going to the games. But it definitely is like if you get there early and you're like in the front of the student section, you're like ten feet out from the players. Yeah, and it, it feels more like a high school atmosphere where you're just like watching your fellow students like play sports. It's, it's definitely cool. Yeah, they're just normal students just like you. Exactly, except they're a foot taller. Yeah. Six, eight, six, nine. <laughs> Two of them are in the NBA, Isaiah Stewart and Jaden McDaniels, but you guys have a good recruit coming in next year, so I think I'll be able to be up there and watch a basketball game. So when you're walking on campus, let's try and paint the picture. What's your favorite part of the UW campus? Ooh, favorite part? Um, I don't know. I love the architecture just around. It's, it's really... Um, 
I guess juxtaposition is a good word for it because we have a lot of like really really old buildings that have like really kind of like uh, I guess older architecture styles um, those look really cool and they're like I guess kind of gothic I guess and then we have some like really new buildings like the Foster building is really new we just got a new CS building uh, shout out Bill Gates if you're listening um, <laughs> that's, a, that's, a, that, that's, exactly. nice, that's a nice little building yeah, out there but those buildings are like absolutely insane they're so so nice um, and the uh, and then just like those buildings like next to each other looked like really really cool um, yeah I don't know I, I love the architecture just around campus yeah, I definitely think my favorite place on UW, if it's a sunny day, rarely, but when it is sunny, <laughs> when, when it is sunny, the quad, you like lay out a blanket. I, I don't know if this is weird, but I go by myself and read a book and you just lay out a blanket. Studious. And, and yeah. <laughs> it's not a school book, but yeah. <laughs> uh, you just lay out, you chill, sometimes bring like music. Now, actually, they just built... Um, a field in North Campus, a grass turf field. And um, me and my friends go there a ton now to go play spike ball and uh, soccer and stuff. So that might be one of my favorite things to do, actually. Uh, mine's definitely the fountain. So there's there's a big, gorgeous fountain with the stadium and mountains in the background. Um, and like as a as a business student, you don't really go out in that area of campus that often. And and so every time every time I see it on a sunny day, which isn't that often, it's like <laughs> it's it's great to be around when when the fountains. It's flow. not that bad. The weather's not that bad. So it really isn't. It really isn't. It's no, just, especially this year, it's been super it's been sunny. Super nice. Yeah. But this year. but last January, Sophia said there was not sun. The never, whole month of January. Never. No. I wanted to transfer, but it's not that bad. <laughs> it's really not that bad now. Wait, actually, I want to bring this up. Yeah. Did you ever, you wanted to transfer? Oh, wow. Well, did you seriously think about transferring or did it? So, because people <laughs> like, let's talk to the audience and listeners. I want to transfer. This school sucks. I didn't get, I can go on, but. Okay, so I very much wanted to transfer. Um, I was just so, such like a California sunshine person. And it was one of those things where I was like completely out of my comfort zone and I, that's what I wanted to be, but it wasn't, I don't know what it was, but I just wasn't happy and I think it was my like mentality and I totally could have changed it. But I wanted to transfer not only because of sun, um, but just because I, I just like didn't know anyone and I, you know, like I'm from a different state and knew nobody. Um, but I, I did fill in two applications. Um, and yeah, but I, I just, I decided to give it another shot and I'm so stoked I did because now I have like the dopest friend group ever and I'm so unbelievably happy. Um, so yeah, I'm pretty stoked I didn't. So what advice would you give to anyone that thinks they're going to wanna leave and transfer? Yeah, I actually had a best friend that just um, transferred and, oh. I'm, and I, she didn't even talk to me about it and I wish I could have given her this advice. Um, give it another shot, talk to your friends about it and Honestly, this might sound bad because school's not just about partying, but go party with your friends and go be social and have a good time because that's literally what the experience is about. And yeah, if you're not vibing with the people around you, go for it. But I really think you should give it a genuine shot because I think there's really dope people everywhere and I'm super stoked. I didn't transfer because my best friend, shout out Kira Daily, um, <laughs> we became literally like inseparable um, this quarter and I couldn't be more stoked. So. So let's go party with their friends. Fake IDs. How is UW with fake IDs with the, should I say bars at the Ave or Capitol Hill? Like, let's talk about Close that. The um, yeah, it's it's pretty chill. There, there's definitely a couple that you, you, they will get taken, yeah. but for the, for the most part, it's pretty chill. Yeah. So 
I know, I think, where we're staying away from. So what's the bar on the Ave where we're staying away from? Uh, Earl's, Earl's on the Earl's, Earl's yes. on the Ave. They make amazing food. You can like order food from them like anytime. Yeah, They'll like deliver it to you. Um, <laughs> but like if you if you show up with a fake ID, they'll they'll take it and you'll never see it again. Yeah. So I'm gonna reiterate: do not go to Earl's because I even asked the bartender. I said, "Hey, I go be honest. I go if my daughter comes in here with a fake, he goes, dude, tell her I'm gonna help you. Just tell her not to come in.' Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's pretty tough." Go to Flowers. Shout out Flowers. <laughs> Go to Flowers. Amazing bar. They also, have great people too. Like they'll they'll let you get on Ox too. So fun. Yeah, so fun. You get the so entire nice. bar popping. Don't you get like mojitos. the mojitos? Yeah. Thank five you. Okay. Five dollar marks. Marks and mojitos. Yeah. It is so nice and cheap and very strong. So you don't have to have too many of them. <laughs> it's great. And it's like the people there are like like the the employees are awesome. They're pretty dope people and they're pretty relaxed. So. All right, so let's do the stereotype because some parents that are listening, they're probably talking. Yeah, this uh, kids are probably listening, going, "Oh my god, this sounds like great place. I want to go. I want to go to school." And parents are saying, "No, no, 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 no. That just sounds like a big party." But it, do do people really get like blacked out, faded? Let's let's kind of talk. I mean, there's some stories that I hear, and I mean, just make good decisions. So make good decisions, and let's not get too fucked up. I definitely think as a freshman, you're more inclined to it, especially if you come from somewhere where you didn't party that often. You're, you're going to kind of lean into the party scene and have a good time. But like I know most people, like at least sophomore year, like tend to start chilling out. You, you're, you, keep, you stay more casual with it and you learn to be responsible. It's definitely a learning process. Yeah, if I'm being honest, um, I think it, <laughs> I'm going to be honest. Don't be scared, parents. It's honestly the college life. But I think it kind of just depends on who you are. Freshman year was crazy for most people, but I do know my closest friends now um, do get to that level sometimes. But they are kicking ass in school. So they are literally like 3, 9, 4, 0 in class still. And like I said, work hard, play hard. It's, yeah, they might be blacking out a little bit, but they, they <laughs> like, they're on top of school. They're, they're, they're kicking ass. So it's, it's not too rough. Yeah. Um, I don't know, like, I, like, rarely drank in high school ever, so, like, coming into college and, like, being introduced to, like, a lot more people who were drinking, um, it was definitely a learning curve, um, I remember the first few times I drank, just in general, I would just go crazy and just do dumb stuff, um, and I, like, not even, like, that much, I just, like, you know, just did dumb stuff, but then there's definitely a learning curve, and I actually really appreciate it, too, because, like, if I was, you know, adult, like, 20, 30 years old, and then the first time getting drunk, like yeah. that, that'd just be embarrassing at yeah. that point. So I really appreciate, you know, just like having this sort of learning curve and just like, you know, it's kind of like growing up, I guess. So, you know, it's great. So, so what advice would you tell the students or parents out there? Uh, let their kids get a fake ID. <laughs> I, <laughs> I told my mom and my parents are very strict. Uh, I told my mom I got a fake ID and we went to the bars the next week. It was convincing. She kind of realized cool. it was college. Yeah. yeah. She, um, it, it's just like you're drinking anyways and you might as well go to a bar instead of a frat house most of the time just because you never know. But I, I would say yeah. advice wise, if you're going to drink, you don't have to if you don't want to. But if you're going to, um, definitely prioritize school first. Um, even though it's really fun freshman fall quarter that might not be your first school but like silly week yes silly yeah. week uh, I definitely think prioritize school before just because that's ultimately what matters but definitely get your school done before eight o'clock at night so. so let's talk about making good decisions because obviously there is an incident um, with COVID mm. right and the alley it was like almost a game day Saturday mm. but you guys see a lot of things that are happening and some in your control and out of control uh, who wants to touch on that story? Yeah, so, well, me and Charles are on the exec board for our house, and 
we took over during COVID and it's definitely been a struggle because obviously guys in the house, they want to, they want to hang out with people, but you just have to kind of be hardlined and like tell people no. And that you like, we have to take COVID seriously as much as it sucks being in college. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's pretty difficult. Um, I think Colin put it pretty well, but yeah, we just have to be pretty like hard on people and those rules and like just enforce them well. Right. Yeah. yeah the sororities are definitely pretty strict on it. The alley, um, many texts were sent out in my sororities group chat saying, don't go though. will you know, there will be consequences. Um, you know, most people follow that. They respect the rules. Um, I definitely think it's been really tough though this year because you know, the, uh, not to be disrespectful, but the Jeeds would definitely like, kind of uh, point people out, take pictures of people and like send them into people, you know, panhelds get in trouble and yeah. stuff. And that kept happening. It was a big deal. But um, for the most part, you know, people try to be pretty respectful of the rules. Yeah. Honestly, I, I like it's pretty fair. Like, I mean, everyone's like, it, it's, it's really tough for everyone because everyone's sitting at home. They yeah. want to like go out and they want to meet people and they want to have fun. Yeah. Um, so I, I understand totally from a, like a G's perspective yeah. where you're sitting at home and you see this happen. It's like, Oh, then like people get right. more code cases right. spiked, then you can't go back to school. So, um, apologies to all the Jeeds out there for that happening. But um, yeah, no, every everyone like wants to go and have fun, and yeah. like it's uh, it kind of just a, a bubble waiting to burst, I guess. I will say U Dub has done a very good job compared to a lot of other schools. It it's been oh, very I agree, contained. Yeah. I agree. yeah. So you're from Southern California. When parents are in town, all right, this is what we like to do: a little rapid fire here. Mm-hmm. Where is Mr. and Miss Higgins taking you out to dinner? <laughs> okay, so dinner, <laughs> Nick's Coastal Kitchen, uh, south of Nick's. Breakfast, definitely Bagel Shack. We're talking about breakfast. <laughs> well, I was going to say, when you wake up hungover, where are you going to eat Bagel breakfast? Shack. <laughs> <laughs> definitely all the SoCal kids. Go to Bagel Shack and Bonsai Bowl, also another thing. But for dinner, if my parents are paying, definitely Nick's. Nick's is definitely the place to go. And you guys are from Seattle, so are your parents coming to visit you a lot? Uh, not very often. When, when my dad does come out, we... Because obviously he's from the town, so like before football games, during or before COVID, we would uh, Schultzies. It's on the Ave. It's on the very far side of the Ave, but it's like tavern burgers, like bratwurst. It's like a German style bar and grill. It's pretty good. Yeah, um, gotta shout out Fo Shizzle on the Ave. <laughs> so good, so fast service, really great prices. Fo Shizzle, amazing. And, and, and besides flowers, what's the best bar? The only one I've or Picado Bueno is also good. Oh, good. It's really it's nice. outdoor Mexican. Their salsa verde is the best salsa I've ever had. Bottomless chips as well. Casa Blanca. Oh, Costa's in the morning. It's not a bar, but it's bottomless mimosas. Oh. Costa's yeah. is definitely a place you want to go for game days, birthdays, literally any day, maybe on a weekend. Probably not on a weekday, uh, but has anyone ever been to Ballard? Yeah. I've been to Ballard. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so that's like whenever I'm in town, I'm starting to take Sophia and her friends out to Ballard because mm-hmm. it's I'm done with the Ave. Like just like yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But Ballard's like five ten minutes away mm-hmm. from campus. Uh, so another question I was going to ask is late night munchies, and I forget it's the nastiest. You know what I'm talking about? The Mexican place. Oh. <laughs> Uh, I can look it up on my phone right yeah. now. I, I know exactly. Memos. Oh Memos. my god. Memos. 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 That's it. Yes. That's it. Tre- we, that place yes. is nat. I ate. I <laughs> actually did a little story, and I said, "Oh my god, I feel so." This shout out to Trevor. Trevor told me, "Memo, oh, this place is." Cool. 
I woke up. You can't you can't eat it when you're sober yeah. ever. Like the, the only yeah. times I've been there is like past like two in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> I think my drunk munchies are Earl's fries. Earl's waffle fries with chicken strips are definitely like because they're open till like two. They deliver. Yep. It's great. So let's see how smart you guys really are. Not a oh. right question or a bad question. <laughs> and during que- yeah, you All guys better nail students. this. Okay, okay. okay. <laughs> and you can call a friend. Okay, you can okay. pick on somebody. Okay. Who's Washington's president? Anna Marie. Thank you. Did you know that? <laughs> we've, had, we've had a lot of emails during no. COVID. That's the only reason that's I know. That's the only reason why Sophia knows too. She goes, oh, that's the one we get emails from. She's your the flipping goddamn president. <laughs> she, no, she's your flipping goddamn president. All right. So obviously you've been a big fan, follower of Fonger News and the student manager, oh, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. And we're trying to um, get on Barstool Sports. Yep. So what do we have to say to, I, and you know I've been marketing to the CEO, Eric and Ardini, and... <laughs> Mr. Dave Portnoy, Presidente. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to send them this podcast because I think this is a great podcast. Let's go. Let's go. Agreed, All right, agreed. but what, what do we, why should, the, why should they pick up Fonger News and the student manager on the platform? Because this is what I wish I listened to when yeah. I was in high school. This is exactly what I needed, and I think this is a great way to connect and you know, learn more. So. Yeah. I mean, bar school or bar stool is known <laughs> <laughs> bar school. Bar school is known for having a huge college presence. Yeah. Like we have UW bar stool at UW. Um, and so I think it would just be a great opportunity to kind of connect in with those different college bar stool accounts and get information out to kids that want to know about the schools. Yeah. I'd have to agree with that. Like this is like, I, I don't know. I just like wish I knew more about like colleges and like what college life was in general before I like started um, like school and like went to like even application process and like going through the dorms like I wish I knew what they were like but I had no idea so like for any high school students listening out there go Greek the, the other thing is this is real like we're talking about how it's actually like True. like you're yeah. gonna hear so much about like I've, I watched tried to watch so many UW videos and everyone like you're not gonna get what it's really like and on this podcast like we've been talking what it's really like yeah it's it's genuine and this is what i wish i like i said i wish i would have heard this because coming from out of state i knew nothing i didn't even know what it was like and this is definitely would have been beneficial so yeah so erica dave and everyone listening i mean that's why i have this podcast it's to help the college search and admission process to help high school students like you and that's the next generation of audience and followers and their parents you just said it, the raw stories, what it's really like, rather than the missions person saying, oh, great, this <laughs> yeah. is, it's a, it's they're gonna tell school. you all the positive yeah. stuff, right? Yeah. I mean, if I was a parent too, like I wouldn't like want, like I would wanna know what's like actually like, going on, so. Yeah, I want my kid to know too, yeah. so this is great. <laughs> so when you guys have your kids, right? And you're gonna be listening yeah. to this yeah, podcast. We'll, we'll be listening, yeah. <laughs> so I wanna thank you, it's been great. It is spring break, it is a Thursday night. I got you down here. We're drinking Trulies because we're, I don't know if we're sponsored by them or not, but then <laughs> we're going to go. I told Sophia, we're going to go take you to a bar. We're going to yeah. go, I'll show you. I'm not going to say the name. Okay. Fake ID out here. Okay. We'll do a shot. We'll do drinks. And then <laughs> hopefully your friends come meet you. Yeah. But I want to thank our executive produ- producer, Murph Cargis. You guys want to say thank, thank you? you. Thank you so much. <laughs> and I want to thank, again, Colin, Higgy. That's going to be your new <laughs> name, okay. right? Higgy. And, okay. and, and okay. Longer. Sigap and we didn't even talk about it. See, it just flowed. Exactly. If we wanted to, we could say Anonymous the name. Story yes, but right. see, that's a, that's a teaser. Yeah. But yeah. that's a teaser, right? So I want to say thank you very much. It's been great having you in studio. Who wants to do Fonger News out? I'll do a, I'll do a little promotion for the rush as well. So <laughs> uh, I'm the rush here right now. And uh, if you want to reach out, like my phone number is 206-474-4995. Um, shoot me a text, and I'm more than happy to have you rush to get up. 
Rush Sigap. Rush Sigap. Yeah, I was a Sigap. Dear old fraternity. Sigap. All right. Fonger News out. Sue the manager. Fonger News out. Fonger News out. Fonger News out. Fonger news out. <laughs>